Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you, and you will say, we ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west, and from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. For today's homily, I want to talk about Lent. You might be thinking, Deacon, um, Lent is in February. It's August. And that's correct. However, I think the readings today are a lot like Lent messages. The letter to the Hebrews clearly emphasized discipline. And we heard Jesus say in the gospel, enter through the narrow gate. He also said how we might be locked out of heaven even when we think we know Jesus. That's a tough message to hear. Now, last Ash Wednesday, I gave a homily about oranges. I talked about a time many years ago when my uncle offered me the best orange I ever had in my life. And then he told me that the tree only produced them one season a year, from November to January. And I thought, oranges at the store are available every day of the year. What's wrong with this tree? Now, of course, the tree is normal. In our world of mass production and global distribution, we can have oranges anytime we want to. However, that's artificial. To be without oranges for most of the year is more natural. And in fact, you might even say fasting from oranges is normal. In a similar way, the disciplines of Lent are our most natural way to be. And I would propose we should carry some version of Lent with us throughout the year. So let's discuss today's readings as we consider first, prayer, second, fasting, and third, almsgiving. So first of all, prayer. The scariest part of today's gospel, I think, is when people are knocking and asking God to open the door. And what is the answer of our Lord? I do not know where you are from. So in other words, those people are strangers to God. So we need to ask ourselves, am I a stranger to God? And you, you might say in response to that, clearly I'm not a stranger. I'm a mass today. 
And that's the same answer that people gave in today's gospel. They said, we ate and drank with you. We heard you teach. And God repeated his response. I do not know where you're from, you evildoers. When we face God in judgment, if he says, I don't know you, it's too late to fix it at that point. Even if you say, I was at Mass every week. I prayed hundreds of rosaries. God is calling us in this passage to have a strong relationship with him. Not just a relationship where we count time and masses and rosaries, one where we know God, one where we want to please God. So how do we build that relationship? Most of all, by praying. Every one of us here could pray more and could pray better. We should not pray like we're trying to claim more points to get a high score. We should pray to build our bond with the Father. No matter how much you pray now, what more can you do to improve your relationship with your Heavenly Father? Maybe it's by adding prayers to your routine. Maybe it's just spending quiet time every day listening to God. Maybe it's talking to God like he's your father, caring and interested in the words you speak. So second, in addition to prayer, let's consider fasting. The second reading mentions discipline five times. And who here likes to be disciplined? I don't think any of us do. Now, the original Greek word in that passage for discipline is paideia. And in Greek, it has two meanings. It can mean punishment or it could mean instruction. Now, a lot of times we think that discipline from God is a punishment, like we've done something bad. However, this reading makes the discipline of God clearly that we're being instructed. Punishment is what you do to a subject or to a slave. And we're not slaves of God. God is our father. Now, in my role as an earthly father, I've had to discipline my children. And I didn't do it because I was trying to hurt them. I did it out of love. I did it to teach them how to live. And that's what God our Father wants to do. He wants to teach us how to live. Now, the readings tell us that discipline is a sign that we're children of God. It might feel painful, but eventually it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So, if God disciplines us to treat us like children, what disciplines do we voluntarily offer to show we behave like his children? In Lent, you might give up sweets or alcohol or social media. What are you giving up right now? What are you removing from your life so you will be reminded that all you really need is God? So third, we discussed prayer and fasting. Now let's mention almsgiving. When we hear that word, we typically think of donating money to the poor or to the church or to some other good cause. And I'm not going to speak about giving money at length. We all know we should do that. So let's give a portion of our monetary gifts to someone in need. I'd also like to propose another and maybe even harder form of almsgiving, and that's service. That is, give of yourself to help another. Sacrifice your time. Offer your heart to assist somebody. The first reading speaks of this. It's from the end of the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah is speaking about a remnant. That is, the small number of people that remain devoted to God. And I wonder, do you ever feel like a remnant in our world? 
like the world keeps turning away from God, and all that's left is you and a decreasing number of people. And that's the, that's the situation Isaiah describes in his time. The, and what happened was God was going to take a few faithful who remain and send them out to the nations. We're called to do exactly the same thing. We're called to carry out today's psalm, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Now, we have it easier than the remnant of, that Israel spoke about, the, sorry, that Isaiah spoke about to Israel because we don't have to journey to Tarshish or Put or Lud or the distant coastlands. You can just go and talk to your neighbor. Or you can go talk to somebody at school or someone in your family. There are so many opportunity, opportunities for us to share the word of God. Now, we have some be a beautiful example of that today because it, we will, at the next Mass, at the 1 p.m. Mass, commission the Spanish men's Axe Retreat team. They're going to begin their work. They're going to be offering their time and their hearts filled with the Holy Spirit to bring 49 men closer to their Lord. Now, I've been joining them, and I can promise you they're a powerful witness to Christ. Now, our parish has so many other opportunities for service, and you heard about those in the announcements the food pantry has had to adjust the hours to meet the growing demand. Are you out there to help to meet all those hours? Registration for faith formation is happening now, and you heard if there aren't enough teachers, <clears throat> we have to turn children away. So think about that. There are families who want to learn more about God, but they can't. Are you the one God is calling to give your time to help those children learn? There are over 400 deacons in our archdiocese, but unfortunately, all of us are aging, getting older, and we also, those 400 men serve millions across the archdiocese, and we need more men to accept that calling. So is God calling you to offer your heart in this beautiful ministry? We're hosting a parish information session at the end of the week, so if you're called to this, visit one and, and learn a little bit more. Now, just like it's always orange season at the grocery store, it should always be a Lenten season in our lives. Because our most natural state in life is to accept the Lenten themes of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving that the readings call us toward today. Therefore, I'd like to offer this ongoing challenge. Consider what you can do in the areas of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. How can you modify or add to your prayer to grow in relationship with God? What luxury can you refrain from? In what way can you be Christ to serve others? Think about those, and then each week, and I'm going to repeat that, each week, write down three ways you can live out Lent in your life, and then do it. And just so you know, I'm in this with you. Last week, I gave up sweets, I didn't watch TV, and I took cold showers. It was a hard week. However, that's the kind of discipline that teaches us. It's what I need to learn patience and my need for God. So join me in this year-round Lent, and let's grow closer to God through these efforts so that when we knock on the doors of heaven at our judgment, God says, I know you. Come and enter this feast. St. Anthony of Padua.